Welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Mel Nevenhays, and today I want to talk about walking in dominion. I love this topic, and I have so much fun doing this. So all my life, I have wanted to operate just like Adam and Eve did in the Garden of Eden. I love reading how Adam would name the animals and and how all creation pretty much responded to them. And it was just so fascinating for me as a as a young child. For me, movies like Dr. Doolittle, who spoke to animals, that wasn't weird. That felt normal. Like, we should be doing that. Why aren't we doing that? I would always talk to animals I would talk to ants I don't know I was just that weird person (laughs) growing up I would talk to trees and plants and everything and anything I once remember feeling sad that my mom asked me to throw away a milk carton because I felt that the carton had feelings and needed to be honored and I was literally maybe five or six years old at this time And I mean, I just went to drastic measures with how I felt everything had feelings. But that was just me. I just thought that was normal. I wanted to be like Dr. Doolittle and talk to animals and have them talk back to me. And I kind of felt like, didn't that happen in the Garden of Eden? I don't know. But there there was a dominion that they operated in that the animals and and the, and the trees and everything responded so well to. And I was just like, surely that is something we should still be doing. Surely we should still be able to talk to creation and it should respond to us. And so throughout my journey of walking with Holy Spirit and finding out who I am in, in Yahweh and finding out my identity as a son and listening to teachings and engaging with the seven spirits of God and all of this in my journey, engaging with the Lion of Judah, engaging with my scroll, just really discovering who I am and what that looks like, I have begun to understand in small increments how to walk in dominion. And I love the fact that this is an ongoing journey and something that I can grow in and learn more about. And as Jesus said, as he saw his father do, he did. And I would love to get to that place of being, of walking in creation, seeing what the father is doing and operating in that way. So anyway, I began to navigate what this looked like in my life. And I started small I started talking to my pot plants in my house and I started talking to anything in my environment that I owned and I had heard this one teaching of how this person would speak to his appliances and when they started misbehaving, he would kind of give them a talking to and say, you know what, you actually belong to me. You need to sort yourself out kind of vibe. And I was like, you know what, again, this makes so much sense. I'm going to do that. And so I have honestly been doing this for, oh, I don't know, a long time, uh, 
probably seven, eight, nine years now. And I have spoken to our photocopy machine in our office. Um, we, we used to have people coming into the office to make copies and you know everyone carries a different frequency. And sometimes my machine would just stop working and get jammed. And anyone who's in, in administration, when the photocopy machine gets jammed, it's just like that headache in the day you just don't need. <laughs> and I was getting so frustrated with the situation. Then I remembered, hang on, this other guy spoke to his machines and appliances. I need to give this a try. So when no one was in the office, I went to the machine, I laid hands on it and I spoke to it. I said, listen, you are under my gov governance. You are in, under my dominion. You need to respond to me, my frequency. I want you to ignore the frequency of others who use you and only respond to me. I even got a, a piece of paper and wrote some things on it, like speaking life over the machine and reminding it who it belongs to. And, st and I stuck it on the machine where no one could see because now I'm trying to navigate this and I don't want to seem like I'm too weird, right? And so I did this and true as Bob, it starts working. And every time it would glitch, I would go and speak to it and it would start working again. It was fascinating. And then I started doing it with my laptop. My, uh, I had a, a laptop that was used for church responsibilities and, you know, overheads and all that kind of stuff on a Sunday when we used to gather as a community pre-corona because at the moment we're not allowed to have big gatherings and so we um we would set it up and and again I had other people using it it wasn't something I did on a Sunday but then again it would start glitching it wouldn't open correctly the program would freeze and a whole lot of things that again it's a headache in the day you just don't need I have this thing that technology just needs to work and that's just the end of that discussion. You know what I mean? So when it doesn't, it's just like, oh, frustrating. So I would get called by whoever was setting up the laptop, whoever was on doing uh, the overhead duties and whatever the situation may be. And, and they would say, your computer's not working. We don't know what's wrong. And I was like, okay, all right, guys, number one, you speak life over my, my computer and number two, whenever it's misbehaving, you call me, I'll talk to it, and then it should work. And let's just make sure everyone is understanding of this. And I would, I would go and lay hands on it. I would just calm it down and say, listen, again, respond to my frequency. Don't worry about anyone else's. And it would get itself together. I don't know why or how, but it just did. Because this works. When you understand dominion and you start stepping into it, it works. And so the funny thing is, is that any time there would be an issue on the laptop, they just would come to me and they'd say, hey Mel, uh, you need to come talk to your laptop, it needs to listen to you. This became a very normal situation um, on a Sunday morning if there was a glitch with the laptop. And I thought that was hilarious, that they all understood that this laptop r worked according to my frequency. And so I, I took it from there to parking lots. I remember the one day going to do my grocery shop and I just didn't have time in my day to be 
you know, waiting for a parking spot to become available and standing in queues in the shop or whatever. I was just, I needed to get in and get out. And um, one thing I, I learned from my dad that I've just kept with me is he used to say things like if the phone rang, he always would say, well, Lord, we thank you for good news. Like he would always declare these amazing positive declarations in random situations. When um, he would go out, he also just didn't like having to wait for parking. And he always used to say, um, thank you, Lord, for parking. And so as kids, we grew up whenever we went into a parking lot, thank you, Lord, for parking. Thank you, Lord, for parking. And so I remember just the one day now when I needed to do grocery shopping, going, Lord, actually, yes, I thank you for parking. But let it come to the light of my shining. And I thank you for favor that I can have a close to a parking to the entrance that I can get into the shop with ease that there will just be favor, favor, favor. There I go, drive in, drive into the, um, the uh, one section close to the entrance. And I think like two or three cars, as I pull into that section, they reverse out and I have now ample choice of parking. That only didn't only happen one time. This is a continuous thing that happens in my life because it's something I have governed over in my life. Even now, if I'm in the car with my husband and we go to the mall or something, he's like, all right, come on, do your thing. And it's not like it's a trick or, you know, like me manipulating the situation, but it's me coming to that place of understanding of, hang on, I'm an heir of Yahweh which makes me royalty. So I need to start acting like that. And I'm going to put a demand on everything around me to start recognizing that and working according to my frequency. Because at the end of the day, I want creation to notice me as an heir of Yahweh, as a son. I've had so much fun learning and this is what I'm saying it's just it's taking little things like appliances and parking lots and learning how to walk in dominion I've taken it to animals where I've begun to speak to animals and they respond to me they come to me they um we went to the aquarium once we took our daughter there and and I remember just starting to speak to the fish and say, you know, we would like, like to see you come to the light of our shining. Come to me. I just want to, I want to honor you and just love on you. And, and they do. They come and they, they parade themselves in front of us. It's fascinating to watch. It really is hilarious. Uh, those who have seen it, uh, they always look at me with big eyes and start laughing like, you know, I'm now called the fish whisperer, <laughs> which is hilarious. But it's just, it's just amazing being able to take this and learn and grow in dominion. One of the, the most recent stories that has just, I still marvel at it, is the day that Rick and I went to the labor ward um, to get ready to welcome in our son. Now with uh, COVID-19 being around, we had to do a bit of a planned natural birth scenario because we both had to be tested for COVID-19 before being admitted into the hospital. And it was a whole thing. 
And um, with all the testing going on before our appointment, I mean, we both were just really governing over getting the results back in time so that we can go in in time so that we can give birth. And, and we were just governing over the whole situation because it was quite stressful and we didn't really want that stress governing us. When we got to the hospital, we were also informed that um, dads were not allowed to stay in the labor ward. They were only allowed to come in when um, they knew that the baby was about to be born and then stay an hour after. And that was it until the time came for the dad to fetch mom and baby to take them home. So it's quite a, a different scenario from what I had with my daughter five years ago. And so we were just like, well, Lord, you know, we're trusting for favor. And we had really just been positioning ourselves and making sure that we were carrying that government um, just so that we could have a very smooth delivery of our baby boy and that everything would go well. So we walked into the hospital at 5 a.m. and I was given a mask to wear because, you know, you have to wear masks wherever you go now. And my husband's like, thanks, I also have one. And they looked at him and said, oh, are you also going in? And he said, yes, I am. And they're like, okay. And they handed him a mask. Then we walk into the labor ward where um, we waited to see what they're going to say because we didn't know if they would allow my husband in. And they said, welcome, this is where your room is. And they showed us where we're going to wait patiently. The doctor will be with us now. No one said a word. They made my husband comfortable. They gave him a chair to sit on. I mean, it was like, okay, clearly they've changed the rules. He was able to stay with me throughout my entire labor, through the delivery of our son. And then he stayed a good two to three hours after the delivery while we bonded with our, our new baby. And we just didn't say anything and no one said anything to us. They gave us the space. They gave us the time. They, they showed such favor towards us. And we just reveled in the whole beauty and the peace of that day. It was just such a peaceful day. I can't explain. It was just amazing. And we were able to do it together despite what the original rules were. The next day, my husband went to go pay our bills and settle accounts and all of that. And the secretary of my gynecologist said, Oh, did you have to go in and out and wait in the waiting room throughout the day and all of that? And Rick said to her, No, I was able to stay with my wife the entire day. And we got there at 5 a.m. and my husband left at 6 p.m. And she looked at him with shock and said are you guys somebody special that we don't know about as in who are you and how did you get that favor when i heard that that just made me smile so much because yes we are someone we are sons of yahweh we are heirs of the most high and you know what i don't know what happened that day but favor went before us and we were treated as kings and it was beautiful. We didn't even know that the rules were still the rules. We just thought they had adjusted them and that was what happened for us.
and it was just absolutely beautiful and so really what I want to come to is listen guys in Romans 8 verse 19 it says creation eagerly awaits the revealing of the sons and daughters of Yahweh we need to start walking in dominion we need to know who we are truly we need to start looking at creation and saying, Yahweh, what is my position here? And how can I have an impact in this land? And we look to him and we learn and we do what we see our father doing. And that's exciting. It's fun. And we can do this. We are created in his image. We are told in John 14 that we get to do what Jesus did and even greater. And so I want to say to you, Go and walk in dominion because all creation is waiting for you. Bless you guys.